is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. I really struggled to figure out what to name today's podcast because, I mean, this, like, this can be applied to anything, like anything in our lives. And that's the thing is that how we do one thing is how we do everything like our mind doesn't change like oh when I do this thing this is how I do it and this one I do no like like we have this common theme that's woven through like how we approach all of the things in our lives and um, we feel out of alignment when things are not um, when we aren't approaching things the same way and when we're like okay cool like I've achieved this success in all of these things and I'm really struggling with this thing so that thing might still have like old behaviors and habits and old beliefs about yourself um, so we're gonna get into it today but really you could apply what I'm gonna teach you today you could apply this to um, change your relationship with social media, which is what I'll talk about today. You could use this to change your relationship with food, um, with working out, like really anything. And that's what I really focus on with my clients is like, cool, like we think it's about the food and it is like nutrition, like basic needs, like those things are important. They really, really are, right? Like we need the basic human needs. We need basic physiological needs. We need food. We need water. We need shelter. We need warmth. Like we need those things, right? And when I say food, I mean like, cool, we need vegetables. We need protein. We need to have a little bit of fun, have some processed fun food. But like when you do a diet, you do any of the diets out there, they only focus on food. And that's going to get you like a little bit of success in the short run, mostly because you're relying on willpower to restrict, and then you'll see a weight loss because of a calorie deficit. But like, let's, let's, we're going to move beyond that. And I still think that that stuff is important. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that that stuff's not important. Um, it is, but it's like this really basic low level thing. And so we want to change a relationship with really anything. So let's say that you are in this diet rut and you are in this, um, like you keep messing up. Maybe you keep like eating on the weekends and you're just like, oh, this feels so uncomfortable. Or maybe you keep eating, you know, at night and it goes over and over um, and it's really uncomfortable and you keep finding yourself doing this habit, doing this thing. It was kind of like what was happening with me in social media. It was like, I knew this wasn't helpful <laughs> and I kept doing it. And I was like, oh, like, like, let me do, let me do a social media hack. Let me delete this stuff off my phone. And it's like, okay, well that's going to work for like a little bit of time. But then what, then what, like, right? Like, so let's, let's move beyond that because you're using that to mask these other things that are happening. So um, I'm going to use myself as an example and then also talk about food a little bit and hopefully this will help you. And I have more information at the end if you're like, okay, cool, let me, let me hear more about this. So the first thing that we want to do if we want to change a relationship with anything is we have to step back and like become an observer. Don't like get into action mode right away. That's like what we want to do because we're impatient. We like to see results super, super fast. And we're like, I'll just do a million things. And again, those things won't last. Like <laughs> those aren't habits that are sustainable. So step one is actually to step back and become an observer and kind of be like a scientist. Think about when I was a kindergarten teacher and it was like, ooh, we're going to be scientists. Let's observe. Let's make observations. Okay. And so we're just going to observe ourselves. Now the way to observe ourselves 
is to get out of our head. When we're in our head, we don't know. Like it's all mumbled and jumbled. If you think like I think my thoughts happen at rapid speed and they go in circles and I can think myself into like the deepest depression if I let it happen. If I get my thoughts out onto paper, everything changes and I can, I can observe and really understand what's going on in my head. So the first thing you're going to do, well, I guess the very first thing is you're going to get pen and paper and you can do this right now if you want. You can pause this, get pen and paper, or at the least, get some technology, get your computer, your phone, whatever, and you're going to take this stuff. Pen and paper is best. I love the tactile. I think that, um, you know, we're, out, we're on our screens all the time, right? Like, so yeah, but whatever you have, whatever it is that is out of your head. So if you haven't paused this and gotten your stuff, make sure you do that now. Okay, cool. Hopefully you're back and you actually did this. And this is important because if you are letting this stuff happen in your head over and over and over again, you're never going to get out of your head. So let's get out of your head. So the first thing you're going to do is step back, be that observer, and you can use these um, sentence stems. It's like when I was a kindergarten teacher, but like, oh, how interesting. How interesting. I noticed that blah, 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 blah. So for myself, I might say something like, how interesting. I noticed that I keep avoiding my work. I keep saying, oh, I'll do this later. You know, I, I deserve to be scrolling on Instagram. I deserve to be, you know, having fun. I deserve to go shopping, you know. Um, or, oh, how interesting. You set that, set that time aside, and now you're doing activities during that time, during your work time. How interesting, you know. You keep choosing to scroll on social media <laughs> instead of doing your work. Really interesting, right? So when you step back, you can kind of observe, open these things up. And it's not judgment. There is no, oh my gosh, you're such an idiot. It literally is just this, oh, how interesting. And here's the other thing about social media that's hilarious or about anything, anything that we see is we think that other people's lives are so perfect, but everyone is dealing with these things in their head. They're just not telling you about it, okay? So get back, observe what's happening. Do not judge yourself. Just get it out onto paper. If you're someone that is struggling with um, food, weekend eating, you might say something like, oh, how interesting. How interesting. Over the weekend, I keep eating, you know, 5,000 calories. How interesting. Um, how interesting. I'm, I, I'm not eating very many vegetables on the weekend. How interesting. We're, we're constantly moving around, shuttling our kids to soccer games. I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not taking that time for myself. Really interesting, right? And you're just going to write that down. Okay. Step two is you have to let go of the unhelpful or limiting belief. So there's a reason that we're doing these activities, these actions, okay? It's not just like people are like, oh, you know, it's hard to break your habit bad habit. And that is true. But like, why? Like, why is it hard to break that bad habit? Well, it's because of our belief about ourselves. We live the life that we believe. If we believe that we are going to be super successful people, our thoughts are going to match up with that belief and our actions are going to match up with that belief. If we believe we're going to be unsuccessful, our thoughts are going to match up with that belief and our actions are going to match up with that belief. Okay, so step two is to let go of the unhelpful and limiting belief that is getting you the result that you don't want. So for myself, I needed to let go. I need to let go of the belief that I can't be successful. I need to let go of the belief that I can't be organized. Um, I need to let go of the belief that I am addicted to social media. When I say that belief, I'm addicted, I'm addicted, I'm addicted, 
cool. Now my actions just follow through that. Like, oh, I'm so addicted. Oh my gosh, this is engineered to be addictive. And now I'm just going to fall into that. Right. And that's the thing about like social media and junk food is that those things are engineered to keep you addicted. But if you want to have a life or you can have a little bit without a lot of it, you got to figure this stuff out. So when I have the belief that I can't get stuff done, that I'm unsuccessful, that I'm addicted to social media, I choose actions that follow along with that, right? I choose to keep scrolling. I choose to do actions instead of doing work. I choose to go do the dishes or I choose to go shopping. I choose to do things besides the thing that I'm supposed to do, right? Those actions, like the, the quote successful actions don't match up with this belief of me um, being unsuccessful. Like if my belief is I suck, then my thoughts and my actions are gonna match that. So I want you to think about what's the unhelpful or limiting belief that you need to let go of. If your weekend eating is your belief, I'm addicted to food, is your belief, maybe your belief is weekends are such an effing mess, I can't get anything under the control. If that is your belief, your thoughts are going to be that. Oh my gosh, weekends are such a mess. Oh my gosh, I don't have any time for myself. Oh my gosh, I can't do it, right? So your, your thoughts, you're telling yourself these things, your actions are going to match that, right? So what is it? What is that thing that you keep saying to yourself? What is that thing? It's like hidden down under there. What is that thing that you actually believe that is setting yourself up to not be successful? What is that unhelpful and limiting belief that you need to let go of? Okay. Now, step three is to say yes to yourself and choose a new belief that's actually going to serve you and empower you. This is my favorite part about coaching is that it is not my job to power over someone. It is my job to empower them. When you think about my role as a kindergarten teacher, maybe the beginning of the school year, I'm like, oh, I'm the boss, blah, 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 do this, do this, do this. But through the school year, my job is to empower my students to show them that they can do these things themselves, right? And like step by step, little, little, by, little by little. And the way that you do that is you teach them that they, like they're the ones that are in charge of what they do. And then you hold your hand, you hold their hands and you help them along the way. You provide scaffolding, okay? But if they don't believe that they can do X, Y, Z, if they don't have this like, oh, okay, cool, like I, like I can do this, then they're not going to follow through. It's going to be this big struggle all of kindergarten, all of the rest of their lives. So we have to have this belief that we can do these things and we have to empower ourselves, okay? So what belief serves you and empowers you? So for myself, I have to believe that I'm successful. I have to choose to believe that. There are a million times that I can look and be like, well, you're unsuccessful here, you're unsuccessful here, right? And if I, if I focus on those, if what we focus on expands. If I focus on all the times that I have messed up, I'm gonna keep getting more of that. If I focus on the times <clears throat> that I have been successful, really small actions, really small, like A to B successful, running a 5K, Wow, I'd never done that before. Running a mile. Why would I never done that before? Finishing a marathon. Why would I never done that before? Right? Like I can choose these things and be like, actually, Jacqueline, you are successful. You are successful. You have done these things. Right? Now I'm choosing to believe that yes, I am smart enough. I can figure this out. And sometimes this feels really weird. Like you feel like you're like Richard 
Smalley, I think that was his name on SNL, like standing in front of the mirror, like, I'm, you know, I'm good and people like me. That feels really weird. So you don't have to make it weird. You don't have to look in front of the mirror right now, but just write it down. And like, what is the thing that you want to believe? And that's the other thing too, is like, maybe you don't believe this yet. Maybe you would like to feel successful, but you don't have evidence to support that yet. That's okay. That's okay. But like, what is the thing that you want? Oh my gosh, my dog is whining right now. Sorry if you guys can hear it. What is the thing that you want? Like 90 days from now, a year from now, three years from now, five, 10 years from now. What is that thing that you want? And for me, it's like, like I'm getting, I'm heading into my mid thirties. I'm going to be 35 this year. I'm going to be 40 soon. I'm closer to 50 than I am to like being a teenager. Okay. So like for me, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I choose to be successful. I am successful. That is my new belief right? And you have to write that down. Write that down. If it is not on paper, it's floating around in your mind and it's like cute and then we can just forget about it and we can just be like, yeah, that was cute. That was a thing. If you're struggling with weekend eating, what is the thing that you need to believe? What is the, the, the belief that is going to serve you and empower you? Maybe the belief is, I trust myself over the weekend. I, I, I am, um, I am empowered to make choices for myself with food. I fill my cup up first. I am, you know, like, what is the thing that you want to believe? I am caring. I, I care about my body. You know, like, what is that thing? Okay. The next thing, step four, is to take empowered action. Now, it is so important that this is, like, this wasn't step one for a reason. Like, okay, cool, here's the thing you want now. Go get it, right? Like, that, like that's not going to work. Or it might work. It might work for a little bit. You might be able to take action, but it might not feel empowered. It might, the action might be um, based on willpower. You might be doing Whole30 and you're like, okay, like I don't really believe in this thing, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it until day 30 and then day 31, I've used up so much willpower to do this thing that I don't really believe in and I don't really understand that like it's lost, right? Or um, we might be doing something, we might be taking action and we might be like saying mean things to ourselves the whole time. We might be like a jerk to ourselves the whole time. I love this quote from Janine Roth. I've been saying it over and over and over again, but like, who you are on the journey is who you will be when you arrive, okay? So, so we have to set up, like step one, two, and three are so important so that we kind of like set up who we are going to be before we take this action, okay? And now this action is actually really small. When I say like empowered action, it's like singular. Like what is the smallest thing? The like most minimal thing. We usually go for maximums. We usually go for maximums and be like, okay, cool. I'm going to eat 500 calories um, for 30 days so that I can lose a crap ton of weight and like get it as fast as I want. But we like, we can't eat 500 calories for the rest of our life. So we really want to think about like, what is like the minimum that we can do that we can actually be sustainable and can be consistent with. Okay. Now, if you're like a weekend eater, you, you struggle with night uh, weekend eating. This is like like consult my three P's, right? Can you eat uh, plants on the weekend? Yeah. Can you make sure that you have protein on the weekend? Yeah. Right. Start with those things. Like that's super simple, and that's going to help you on the weekend. Okay. So what is like your empowered action? Your super super small thing. So for me, you know, I'm I'm avoiding 
I'm avoiding my work because I believe I'm unsuccessful and that I get more of uns like not being successful. I'm scrolling on social media because I'm avoiding my work. So for me, my empowered action is I'm going to set a timer and I'm going to do work for 30 minutes. And that's like, I typed up this, what I was going to talk about today. That was the empowered action that I was taking. It was only for 30 minutes, right? It was like super small. I'm not like, Oh, I'm going to, I am going to write my whole biography today and I'm going to get it done by 5 PM. Like that's not, no <laughs> small. We're always moving from A to B not from A to Z, super, super small action that we can be consistent with. So, and I'll give you another thing. Like last year when I launched this podcast, actually it was launched in 2017, 2018 was like me throwing spaghetti in the wall. Me not, me not like I had no idea what I was doing. Some weeks there were like three episodes. Some weeks there were zero episodes. Like my like consistent thing right now is I get an episode out every Monday. That's it. Like that is right? Like, so it's super, super small and I can be consistent with that. I can get an episode out and it feel good and it feel fun and it be sustainable and consistent. I can do that every Monday. Okay. So like, what is the super, super small empowered action that you can take that will help you get to your goal? Okay. Make sure you're writing this stuff down because just thinking in your head is not going to be help. If you're listening to this car, this while you're driving your car, please don't be writing. I should have said that before, <laughs> but you can come back to this, but make sure that you come back to this and you actually write this stuff down because just thinking about it, you're in your head. It's not going to do anything for you. Okay. Now, um, the last step is to set up accountability and support. You got to tell someone again, you got to get it out of your head and we're humans. Like we, we love human connection. Even if you're an introvert, I'm an introvert. Fun fact, I'm an introvert. Um, but there are so many times in my life where I feel isolated and am unable to get things done because I feel so isolated and I feel sad, right? So when we build human connection, when we reach out to someone, we're like, hey, here's this thing I'm working on. And you just tell them, okay, cool, right? And so like, you, 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 when we, when we put it out there and someone knows that we're doing it, it's like, okay, cool. And that can like start up a conversation or something. So one thing I do, I message my friend, Justine each morning. I tell her what it is I'm going to accomplish to do, do, do work. End of the day, I like, okay, here's what I got done. Sometimes it doesn't always line up exactly. Sometimes I overshot what I thought I was going to be able to get done. Sometimes I didn't do the work. Right. So this is like, this is my accountability of like, and then I have to face that like, okay, cool. Why didn't I get the work done? Right. And so now I can explore a little bit why, like, Ooh, did I overshoot it? Did I fall down? Um, was I stuck in this, like, oh, you know, I'm unsuccessful, right? Like, was I saying these things to myself, putting it out there and telling, just seeing these things helps me create that accountability for myself, that support. And maybe she'll ask me like, Hey, what's going on? Right. Like, so there's that human connection. This is what I do with my clients as well. Hey, cool. Like this is the thing that we're working on. We're going to work through these things. It didn't happen. I'm not checking off if you got it done or you didn't get it done. I'm, I'm going in like, well, why didn't get it? It didn't get done. Why? Like what's going on? You're not a bad person for not getting it done. Where do you need support? Do we have to work through these steps one through four, right? Um, is there something, some challenge, something that keeps popping up that we weren't even aware Sometimes we feel so ashamed to like to be like, oh, it didn't get done because, you know, I'm a failure if it didn't get done. But like, what, like, what is the thing, right? So the last thing I want you to do is who are you going to tell? Who are you going to tell? And I, you know what? I'm going to include my email address at the end. If you want to message me, you want to send me an email and tell me what it is that you're trying to accomplish 
and you need me to be your um, accountability, tell me. You can message me. Even if you have never been a client, even if you are a past client and you're not currently working with me as a coach, you can email me and I'll, I'll message you back and, okay, cool, <laughs> right? So, so those are the things that we have to do. And here's the other thing too, is I, I include this message or this um, image a lot. And it's like, we have this plan of like, do, 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 straight line, going up to success, everything is great. It's like, you know, like a perfect 45 degree angle. And like, that's not real life. Like real life is going to have these challenges and these obstacles that come up, these surprise meetings at work, these surprise birthday cakes at work, these surprise, you know, soccer finals on the weekend. Life is going to have these things. And the cool thing is that those things coming up push us to be stronger. If everything was super, super easy and we were handed everything on a silver platter, we would not be strong. We get strong by doing the hard things. We don't get strong by floating and coasting along. So, and I, I, I love this in um, my kindergarten classroom as well. It's like when a kid gets to a hard word, that's the learning opportunity. That's the teaching moment. Okay, cool. Let's dive into this word. Like what part of this word is hard? Do we need to work on sounding out letters? Do you not understand the meaning of the word? Does it look like another word that you're confusing you with and you're just guessing? Like where do we, like what is it about this word that is tripping you up? Now that's my teaching opportunity, right? And now my student gets to learn from that. And what happens with my student? Well, my student learns something about vocabulary or phonics or whatever it is and they get stronger. And that's the thing too is that when we approach the challenges and obstacles that happen in our life, with this non-judgmental um, lens and this scientist, this curious, this like, hmm, like what's going on here? With that kind of language, that kind of tone, we're actually able to accomplish a lot more. And, and I do like to relate it to, you know, kindergarten, like think about that. Like if a kid kept messing a word up and I was like, you're, you know, you can't do this. Like oh, learning to read is so hard and you'll never be able to do it. It takes forever. Like what? Like, Seriously, like, is that kid going to like reading? Is that kid ever going to learn how to read? No, they're not. Or if they are, like, they're going to hate me the whole time. They're going to hate school the whole time. And they're eventually going to quit, right? So, like, approaching it with, like, oh, interesting. This thing keeps coming up. This thing keeps happening. Let's, like, open that up a little bit. Let's open it up and take a step back. Before we, like, take this action, like, right, like, if you've ever – taught and you've had a kid that just like keeps guessing at a word and you're like oh my gosh like slow down stop guessing let's actually like take a step back and like learn the phonics rule or whatever it is that you need to learn um to help you with this right so so we want that we want those opportunities that we can take a step back figure out what actually is happening and then take the action to move forward and the action is very very important knowledge is not power knowledge is not power action is power, but our action has to be empowered. It has to be informed. Like it has to be informed action, right? Like we need that knowledge. Um, but also like we need to know about ourselves, what we're doing. Right. And here's the great thing is that when we take that action, we start to create evidence that we can do things. Right. I think we talked about at the beginning, like running a 5k, we start to create evidence of like, Oh, interesting. You know, the last time I came up with an obstacle or a challenge, here's how I approached it. It was really hard, but I was able to do it. And I think as adults, we 
don't always have those opportunities because we're like, go, 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 go. Or maybe we were brought up in school systems that were very much fixed mindset versus a growth mindset, which is kind of how we approach things in education now is like, you can learn a growth mindset. You might have a fixed mindset and you think like, oh no, this is just how my mindset is because that's part of having a, mind, a fixed mindset. But a growth mindset is like, oh shoot, like I can actually change the way my mind works. I can actually change the thought patterns that I get in, right? I can change these neural pathways. Wait, what? What's that about? And it takes time. Like this isn't like, you're not like, okay, cool. Like I did this, I did this thing and it didn't work this one time I did it. So I guess it's not for me. No, like this stuff takes time. And that's why I think it's really cool to work with a coach. Cause you're just like, I've never done this before. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Oh man. It, it takes time. It takes practice. And that is why my coach, my, um, my program, we focus on the three M's, right? Like meals is important. Meals are important. Movement is important. This is a running podcast. I got it. It is right. But the first M mindset, that is the most important one. Because if you do not have a strong mindset, you're going to mess things up with food. You're going to mess things up with movement. Or you might have this quote, perfect way of eating and this perfect way of exercise and you overdo it because you have a crappy mindset about the way you're doing things. So your mindset, your beliefs about yourself, the things that you say, like all of those things trickle down. And that's like, that's the life that we live. We, we live the life of, you know, who we believe we are. All right. That was a lot today. I'm going to put a link. Um, I have my intro to imperfect eating. And again, uh, <laughs> surprise, it's not actually just about eating. Um, hook you in with like, cool, you know, we'll talk about, we'll talk about food. We'll talk about calorie deficit. We'll talk about those things, but that is where whole 30 keto weight watchers tracking food on my fitness pal, tracking macros, like those things fall short. They're only going to get you to a certain point. And once it stops, like tracking works, those things work. But once it stops working and you're like, I don't know what to do. A new diet is not the answer. It's not like, that's not like, there's a reason that those things aren't working. And it's not, it's not that you just haven't found the perfect diet. Um, it's really working on your mindset and working through um, creating new thought patterns. So I'm going to put a link to a, to um, my Internet of Perfect Eating. It's super affordable, 20 bucks. I wanted to make sure that you guys could do it. Anyone can. I know that working with a one-on-one -on -one coach is quite an investment. So this is a really super way to kind of get a little bit of taste and then take it. Take it and grow with it and do these things for yourself. All right, take care, guys.